is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. I hope you'll listen tonight. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I haven't listened to anything today in terms of uh, radio. I've just been busy. But I couldn't wait to get onto my show on radio. Mr. Mueller's investigation is a Mickey Mouse investigation, and he proved it yet again today. He proved it again today. What a joke this is. Has anybody been indicted for collusion? Has anybody been indicted for colluding to effect the outcome of the election? Has anybody been indicted for crimes related to collusion with the Russians? Actual collusion? No. And we have Michael Flynn, who has pled to uh, false statements to the FBI. Respecting his contacts with the Russians after the election. Now what's amazing about this, ladies and gentlemen, please understand. There is nothing criminal, there's nothing illegal with an incoming administration speaking to other governments. Even discussing incoming policy ideas with other governments. There's nothing untoward about it. There's nothing improper about it. There's nothing illegitimate about it. Although I'm sure people are like, whoa, you don't do that and undermine an existing administration. It's not a matter of undermining an existing administration. You want to make sure the new administration hits the ground running. It would be actually bizarre if such contacts weren't made. So it's very sad, at least based on the prosecution's proffer and what the pro- and the information by the prosecution that they've put out in, in open court. It's very interesting. And what they have to say about it. And then there's, well, who is the person on this plea deal? Who is the person, the senior person, who ordered the general to speak to the Russians? As if that's a crime. Well, was it Jared Kushner? Was it McFarland? Who could it be? Oh, let's find out who could it be. This is really, really bad news for the administration. If these individuals don't lie or intentionally mislead in a significant way the FBI when they're questioned, it's not a problem for them at all. Because there's nothing wrong with contacting the Russians or the Bolivians or the Chinese or the Israelis or the Canadians or whatever country, whatever ambassador, whatever national security advisor, whatever secretary of defense, an incoming administration, that is a president-elect and his staff, they're free to contact them. There is no statute on the book that criminalizes it. There's nothing unethical about it. Nothing. So once again, there's no underlying crime. There's no underlying issue. And of course, CNN, right out of the box, tried to confuse you because they didn't make it clear the timeline that what Flynn is alleged to have done 
or has confessed to have done, has nothing to do with the election. It didn't even happen during the course of the election. So let's just pull back a second. This entire special counsel appointment was for the purpose of uncovering collusion during the election by the Russians. Has he done that? We got a tax case. We got lying cases. We got failure to report as a federal agents, as a foreign agents cases. We have everything but. Everything but. But look at the media. Oh, my God. Did Kushner direct Flynn to make calls to, to the Russians? Was Kushner involved in, in trying to uh, challenge what Obama was trying to do to Israel with that U.N. resolution? Remember that outrageous U.N. resolution? Remember, remember that outrageous, disgusting speech by John Kerry? Well, the incoming Trump presidential administration opposed what the Obama administration was doing, or at least certain individuals in the incoming uh, Trump administration, and they voiced those concerns. Oh, my God! Throw the book at him! It's legal. They're allowed to do that. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing whatsoever wrong with it. So we need to have a little bit of context here, a little bit of perspective here. We have a rogue special counsel. Everything he burps up is being treated as as Moses coming down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments, because that's what they want the media. Mr. Flynn, apparently, he's confessed, made a couple of very stupid mistakes. If he didn't want to tell the FBI about these conversations, then he shouldn't have met with the FBI. Nothing requires him to volunteer and communicate with the FBI. I don't know what legal advice he was given. I don't know if he followed his legal advice. I don't know. I don't know. Mueller has been threatening Flynn's son. Maybe Flynn's thinking, look, what do you want me to do? I do not want my son prosecuted. Like most fathers. We don't hear about his son anymore. Mr. Mueller's office leaks and leaks and leaks and leaks and does an enormous injustice to the justice system and to the individuals who are tied up in his investigation. But he hires all these hotshots, all these Obama-Clinton appointees, including some very unethical prosecutors. He hires them all. He's all geared up. He has a bigger U.S. attorney's office than the entire state of Rhode Island. And what do we have? False statements. We got Martha Stewart here. False statements. Now, don't make false statements to the FBI, of course. But this is the best a prosecutor can get. And they he must, he must be holding back all these other charges. He must be holding them back. Yes, he's holding them back on Manafort, too. Holding them back. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's holding them back. We're going to get to the big collusion issue, you see. This, so far, is a crap investigation. With crap outcomes. He was appointed, at least theoretically, to find... Collusion. Did he find collusion? He was appointed to find collusion related to what? To the election. This is post-election. And it's not even collusion. Oh, my God! Now he's going to finger a senior a senior official in the uh, Trump administration for telling him to talk to the Russians. Why wouldn't a senior official tell him to talk to the Russians or anybody else for that matter? 
what they discussed with the Russians, apparently, again, according to what the, the prosecutors put out there, their information and so forth, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. The incoming administration opposed what the outgoing administration was doing to the state of Israel at the U.N. Oh, my God. Can't do that. No, oh, yes, they can. Here's Catherine Herridge on Fox News today as this began to break. Hat tip, right scoop. O'Brien over there has been popping this stuff to me, and I appreciate it. I've been looking at a lot of other places, too. So stick with me. We're going to go through this. Cut one, go. I was in the courthouse and in the courtroom when Mike Flynn pled guilty to lying to the FBI. And part of that is uh, a long process where the judge makes sure that Flynn really understands uh, the constitutional rights that he's waiving by pleading guilty. And in that process, uh, a member of the government, the prosecution team, said, and it's now in some of the records that have been released by the court, it states very specifically that on or about December 22nd, so really the heart of this Flynn record has to do with these days before and after Christmas, after the election. It says this very senior member Stop. of the pre- After the election. So it could be collusion about the election. It's after the election. Number one, go. Directed Flynn to contact officials from foreign governments, including Russia. And this Stop has- to contact officials with foreign governments, including Russia. Nothing wrong with that. That's number two. Number three. Go ahead. With a U.N. vote and how those countries would uh, vote at the U.N. on a related, uh, an issue related, part of me, to the Middle East. So the question is, who, who is this very senior official and is John Roberts? Why does that matter? Unless they're trying to get them on a process crime. Oh, my God. He wasn't forward. He didn't come forward and tell the administration, tell, tell the government this, that, and that. I want you to understand this as a legal matter. And as a logical matter, if a senior person in the transition team in the incoming administration directed Mike Flynn to speak to a foreign government or to oppose what was going to take place at the U.N., that is perfectly legitimate and routine. What may have happened here is this senior official, whomever it is, made out of fully told the FBI, may have concealed it from the FBI, or could have actually forgotten it, like it wasn't even a big deal. And back to that in a moment, okay? Go ahead. There are really only a handful of people who fit into that category. I would just connect a couple of points here. What we learned in the last 10 days is that Jared Kushner uh, was interviewed by the special counsel uh, in November, about two, three weeks ago. So you can see that the special counsel has been pulling together people to help build the body of evidence. My God, they're building a case of false statements. What about collusion? Why do we have a special counsel? Got a tax case, we got lying cases, we got failure to report uh, your uh, foreign registration cases. These are cases for a U.S. attorney or the or main justice. Nothing to do with the special counsel's responsibility. Oh, he's pulling strings, he's connecting the dots. Connecting what dots? To what? To what? This proves, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. This proves in this plea agreement that 
Flynn was not not involved in collusion with the Russians during the course of the election. Or if he was, they would say so. Oh, Mark, you're such a contrarian. Go ahead. Just a couple of other things, if I could. When yes. you look at these records, and it talks about the degree to which Mike Flynn is going to cooperate, it says here he will do so fully and on whatever basis the special counsel requires. Um, earlier I spoke with someone who's very close to Flynn who said to me, he entered into this agreement for a handful of reasons. He was broken financially, he was broken emotionally, and that his family could not face another two to three years. No, no, stop. Do you hear that? They broke him. Oh, we're going to get justice. They broke him financially, emotionally, and his family couldn't take it anymore. And I guarantee you, I have no way of knowing directly, I guarantee he was trying to protect his son from this prosecutor. I guarantee you. Does this sound like cool stuff, ladies and gentlemen? Does this sound like the kind of country that you want, ladies and gentlemen? Does this sound like, ooh, we're getting collusion? Or does it sound like the old Soviet Union? And I'm no special pleader for Mike Flynn or anybody else for that matter. Go ahead. With the lever of the government in the Russia investigation. And just because he's made a plea, uh, a plea agreement to guilty doesn't mean that he's off the hook with the special counsel. In, in many ways, because he's already admitted to lying, he's under additional scrutiny about the quality and the fidelity of the statements that he makes. Yeah, yeah. The he's, he's, uh, problem is now, when you have a prosecutor like this, it's like the mob. In for an ounce, in for a pound. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Nothing criminal about a transition team member authorized to contact foreign governments. Got that? Nothing. Nothing wrong with it. I'm sure they had their wiretaps in place, too, with the Russian embassy. They know, Mr. Mueller, what was said between Flynn and the Russians. He's not charged with any form of subversive activity, any form of substantive criminal activity. He's charged with a process crime. Not telling the FBI of the conversations in the first place, which is kind of foolish. Here's Catherine Herridge, just so you can get more context on this. Stick with me, you'll know the whole thing. Cut three, go. And my colleague, Brett Baer, received some information earlier today from a source who has knowledge of FBI Director Comey's testimony to Congress earlier this year that his agents felt that Flynn hadn't deliberately misled them. But stop, they... stop, stop. So Mr. Comey, who was FBI director at the time, at the time, behind closed doors told Congress that they didn't feel that Flynn's comments were intentional. In other words, United States Code 1000, 18 U.S. See 1001, false statements to federal investigators, government investigators. They didn't pull that trigger because they didn't think 
It met the standards. They thought that his state of mind was more confusion and lack of memory, not that he intentionally failed to tell them. And why would he intentionally fail to tell them? It's not a crime for him to have spoken to the Russians. And yet Mr. Mueller decided it was. Go ahead. In his conversation. So what I'm trying to say in a long-winded way is that in the spring of this year, Comey's agents felt Flynn had made a mistake. He was overwhelmed. He was confused. He couldn't remember the events. But when Special Report Mueller came in and his team went through the information, perhaps additional evidence, they concluded something very different, that there was a deliberate effort to do so. Oh. Now we're getting to the bottom. But meanwhile... Comey the dummy tweets out a biblical phrase, taking a shot at Trump. This is important information, ladies and gentlemen, from Catherine Herridge via Brett Baer, a real journalist. Mr. Comey testified behind closed doors to Congress that they saw this information respecting Flynn, and they didn't consider it a criminal violation under 18 United States Code 1001 false statements to a government investigator because they didn't think he intended to lie. He was confused. He couldn't get the dates right and so forth. And so Mr. Mueller looks at the same information. He says, get him. Mr. Flynn, as his friend said, he's broken financially, emotionally. The family's had enough. I'm convinced he wants to protect his son. Wow. And there's no collusion. There's still no collusion. I'll be right back. Mark Levin, the champion of liberty and true conservatism. Call Mark now. 877-381-3811. So to recap... Today's news, there's no collusion with the Russians. No collusion today, no collusion yesterday, no collusion the day before yesterday. Mr. Mueller hasn't brought a single charge related to collusion with the Russians. He hasn't brought a single charge related to collusion with the Russians before the election. He hasn't brought a single charge related to collusion with the Russians to influence the election. That's number one. Number two, Mr. Comey, passed, former FBI director at the time, passed on false statements charges against Mike Flynn because he didn't think he was intentionally lying. Mr. Mueller decided to bring those charges. Third point, somebody very close to Mike Flynn uh, told uh, Fox News he pled because he was emotionally broken, financially broken, and his family said enough. Which is exactly what Mr. Mueller was out to do. Destroy the man and then have him dance on his finger. And now he has him tied around his finger uh, like the mob would do. We have charges in this investigation with Mr. Manafort and Gates related to failure to uh, file as foreign agents. Charges that are almost never brought. We have charges on tax violations without bringing any tax evasion cases or charges. We have false statement pleads. Uh, we got it uh, with the uh, 
Patalopoulos fellow, we have it now with Mike Flynn. That's it. That's it. That's all there is right now. Contact with foreign governments by an incoming administration is not illegal. It's not criminal in any sense. Those conversations, to the extent that they took place, Mr. Mueller has access to as a result of uh, the constant, as we've learned over the past uh, many months due to leaks, the constant espionage that goes on uh, in terms of, uh, of the ambassador of Russia and others. So they know what was discussed. And yet there's no charge on collusion. They know what was discussed, but there's no collusion charge. There's no substantive charge. No underlying criminal charge. And so what I'm saying to you today is, despite all the static, all the jumping up and down, all the rest of it, what Mr. Mueller has demonstrated today, with the information that he has put out in open court and is leaking out through his surrogates, what Mr. Mueller has demonstrated today is, he has no collusion case against anyone. Against anyone. He went after the former campaign chairman. Has nothing to do with collusion or crimes associated with collusion. Now Flynn has uh, pled to uh, false statements with the FBI. Nothing to do with collusion. And now we need to know who told Flynn to speak to the Russians among other foreign governments. Why is that? A, why does that matter? Why does that matter? The contacting of the Russian ambassador or Russian officials is perfectly legitimate. And then there's Brian Ross at ABC News, an ambulance chaser, phony journalist. I've had to deal with this puke myself. Got all worked up today, and then he's repeated. What he says is repeated by other news outlets. Cut four, go. He has promised full cooperation to the Mueller team. He's prepared to testify, we are told by a confidant, against President Trump, against members of the Trump family, and others in the White House. Testify against President Trump, against members of the Trump family, and others in the White House about what? About talking to the Russians after the election? Testify about what? And he was barely there after the election. Go ahead. That President Trump, as a candidate, Donald Trump, ordered him, directed him to make contact with the Russians, which contradicts all that Donald Trump has said. At all right, this let's, point. Hold, 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 hold. We don't know that to be true, after all we're dealing with Brian Ross, but let's say Trump did order him to make contact with the Russians. So what? After the election, about the UN vote we're learning, involving Israel, Now, by the way, that contradicts the Bloomberg report by Eli Lake. He says it's Kushner. And then there's another report that says KT McFarlane. This is supposed to be news, by the way. News. But who cares if any of them ordered him to do it? The only issue is whether they they got gummed up in a process problem. Go ahead. 
As well, we're told that Flynn made the decision to cooperate only in the last 24 hours, that he is distraught about the decision but feels he's doing the right thing for his country, that he was facing huge legal bills of more than a million dollars, and that he said that finally he had to go ahead and do this for that reason. He expects to put his house on the market. He is facing serious financial problems. So Mr. Mueller has forced Mr. Flynn, a former four-star general, into destitution has threatened his son is destroying his family Brian Ross's last comments were the most honest thing he's ever reported Flynn felt in the last 24 hours he had to do this and then they go through the uh, the fan dance in front of the judge He probably called his lawyer a couple days ago and said, I, I can't handle this anymore. We're going to lose our home. I'm going to lose everything we have. It's breaking up my family. They want to go after my son. I'm dealing with mobsters here. What do they want? I'll do whatever they want. Just tell me what they want. I've got to end this thing. But the media will not reveal this in a significant way. Even Brian Ross, it's at the very end. He says it almost under his breath. And while other media outlets have been repeating what Brian Ross said, they didn't repeat that part. They didn't repeat that part. Nor will they repeat the fact that James Comey took a pass. He didn't feel that what Michael Flynn had done violated uh, federal law. Nor will they point out, as I have now repeatedly, in the course of less than 45 minutes... That this special prosecutor isn't so special. And his hatchet men that he's hired, Obama, Clinton supporters, have brought not a single case related to collusion, not a single case related to any crimes related to collusion. Nothing. Zero. Cases involving taxes, cases involving uh, foreign reporting, cases involving lying, but nothing. Zero. And to me... After you broke a general like this, after you've gone after a guy named Manafort and some of the others like this, you've done everything you can, and he's and up to now, this is what you've got. What the media should be reporting is, Mr. Mueller doesn't have a collusion case. Mr. Mueller does not have a collusion case. Mr. Mueller does not have a, a criminal case against anybody so far where he claims they were colluding with the Russians to influence the elections to help elect Donald Trump. Now, maybe that'll come, but it didn't come through Manafort, didn't come through Gates, Papadopoulos, Flynn, who's left? Are they going to go after Kushner for telling Flynn to contact the Russians? And maybe he forgot to tell the FBI or somebody, even though it's not a crime? Not a crime, it's not a misdemeanor, it's nothing, it's nothing. Or was it K.T. McFarlane? Or was it Donald Trump? This whole thing is pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Evelyn Farkas. Remember her? The Obama Deputy Assistant Secretary who uh, covered areas including Russia over at the Defense Department. 
Remember her on MSLSD, I think it was back in March, saying, get the information out. We told people in the administration, that is the Obama administration, get the stuff to Capitol Hill, get the information out, because the, Obama, the uh, Trump administration will come in and destroy everything. Well, MSLSD brought her back, much like Brian Williams. Cut five, go. What this indictment tells us is that Flynn is admitting that he talked, one, to the Russians about the U.S. government sanctions that we were levying against Russia for their, mainly for their involvement in our elections. All right, 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 right. Boy, she is a propagandist extraordinaire. That's not what he was charged with. Was he charged with that? Mr. Producer, was he charged with that? I think she's mistaken. It doesn't tell us anything of the sort. Go ahead. In our elections, and two, he was talking. He was admitting that he had discussions with the Russians about blocking. Let, let's just stop how dishonest that first part is. The issue here, and it's an open court, is his communications with the Russians after the election. After the election, and yet she goes on MSNBC and makes this comment, which I'm sure will be cleared up by the morning schmo and Mrs. Schmo in the morning, or Monday. Absolutely disgusting and pathetic. Go ahead. UN Security Council resolution, which was anti-Israeli, it was against the settlements. Or not anti-Israeli, it was against the settlements. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Pro-Israel, anti-Israel is disgusting what Obama and Kerry and the rest of them did to the state of Israel. It was appalling. And so what? The incoming, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Trump administration was objecting to it and wanted the Russians to know and everybody else. What's wrong with that? And made it clear that when they come into office, they will object to this. They will try and reverse it to the extent that they can. Wow, that must be a crime. Going against Obama? Go. It's done. So you're going to see these lightweights, halfwits, these hacks all over cable TV. Former Obama administration officials. Why are former Obama administration officials being brought out on all the cable networks, by the way, all of them? To talk about this. What can we possibly learn from them? What can we possibly learn from them? Nothing. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Ladies and gentlemen, may I make a suggestion? Hear that beautiful music? We're going into the weekend. Shut the television off. I hear these nitwits going on and on and on. You know, uh, Flynn filled all these buckets. I mean, he was directed to talk to the Russians. So what? So what? Well, what about the Logan Act? Now, the Logan Act. How many more times do I have to go through this? Passed in 1799. The idea is private citizens are not authorized to conduct foreign policy. Mr. Flynn wasn't merely a private citizen, was he? He was an official within the transition team who was going to become the national security advisor. So the Logan Act has nothing to do with nothing. But we'll have to wait for, uh, who's the guy with the goofy hair? Trey, uh, what's his name? 
Trey Gowdy, he'll have to tell us what to think. Now, the downside of having an older car that you love is that things start to go wrong. And they tend to snowball. Well, for me, there's an upside. I got extended vehicle service protection from CarShield for our 2010 Camaro. So I don't worry about big repair bills anymore. Getting covered by CarShield is such a great idea. It's affordable protection that can save you thousands for a covered repair. A new fuel pump costs over $500, and replacing a water pump's over 1000 CarShield even has plans that cover your car's computer, GPS, electronics, and more. CarShield's the ultimate in extended vehicle coverage, and they get your favorite mechanic or dealership paid directly. Sign up today. Get 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car, which is yours, is in the shop. Save yourself from high repair costs. Get covered by CarShield like I did before something goes wrong. Call 800-CAR-6100. Mention code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N. Or visit carshield.com. Use code LEVIN, and you'll save 10%. That's carshield.com, code L-E-V-I-N, LEVIN. A deductible may apply. Now, one of the differences between my show and probably most of the other shows, and I'm just pointing it out. If I don't, nobody else will. We've been on the air, what, almost an hour, Mr. Producer? I've been talking about the Flynn case, his plea agreement. I didn't have any guests on. I don't need guests to tell you and tell me what I already know and can already convey to you. And this is fairly typical. I I might bring a guest on to highlight something. I might bring a guest on to underscore a point, a point that we've already discussed and I know, but they're a particular expert on it. But I don't need to be educated along with you in this way on this matter. You know more now, if you've been listening to this show for 45 minutes, than anybody who's watching any cable show. Anybody watching any cable show. They want this to be a massive scandal. Look, it's not great at all that you have these indictments, that you have these plea agreements and so forth and so on. But once you get a special counsel, why do you think Schumer wanted a special counsel? He doesn't really care if it's a tax matter, if it's a false statement matter, if it's they didn't register as a foreign agent's matter. They don't care about any of that. And I'm going to prove it to you. How much time do I have, Rich? Let's go to Mark Warner on Capitol Hill today, who really is uh, a, a, uh, a bottom feeder. Cut seven, go. There seems to be this, you know, we've got now two people pleading guilty. We've got a campaign manager and his well, 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 well. Two people pleading guilty to false statements to the FBI. In the case of Flynn, one false statement to the FBI. In the case of Patadopoulos, one false statement to the FBI. It has nothing to do with any collusion or anything in the sort. Now, this is the ranking Democrat on the Senate Intelligence Committee, who is a hack. Go ahead. Still under indictment. Uh, how many more figures have to be brought to justice because of their ties with Russia uh, before we... Ties with Russia? The Manafort case dates back how many years? How many years? Has nothing to do with the Trump campaign. Same with this guy Gates. This Papadopoulos, a false statement, has nothing to do with ties to Russia. Mike Flynn pleading guilty after he was eviscerated by the prosecutor 
to making a false statement to the FBI about his context. What does that have to do with Russian collusion and ties to the Russians? This is my point. Listen to this demagogue. Warner. Up connecting all these dots. Listen, I, that, I believe that we need to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, but until we get all the facts. But um, ah, shut up, you idiot, you clown. We need all the facts. You don't want any facts. He's putting out lies right now, as are most of the media. Most of the media want you to believe this is the crime of the century that's going to engulf the President of the United States. Now, it could engulf him politically, but legally, where's the connection? Well, maybe he ordered this guy to talk to the Russians. So what the hell's wrong with that? In December, well after the election, his transition team reaching out to one government after another? Well, so what? What's the problem with that? I can remember when the Democrats really were violating the Logan Act. Remember? Remember Ted Kennedy dealing with uh, the Soviet regime and others dealing with the Nicaraguan communists? Oh, yes, yes. I believe they were Democrats. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post... Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. So, well, it's a big deal to the extent that a former administration official has pled to one count of false statement to the FBI, there's really a lot less here, a lot less here than they would have you believe. There just is. I know it, and any decent lawyer out there knows it. Any decent objective lawyer knows exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, Mark Warner is a disgrace. But the Democrats are going to do this all weekend. And and you're going to watch because uh, what happened was we had real examples of sexual abuse, predatory conduct, sexual assault going going on in Congress. Especially among the Democrats, I might add. Oh, yes, yes, especially among the Democrats. And, of course among the Democrats who pretend and yet hold themselves out as journalists. They pretend to be news people. So the sexual predators in Congress and the sexual predators in the media, and apparently it's rather ubiquitous, they, uh, they're they very, very thrilled with this uh, plea agreement because you're not thinking or talking about them right now. And yet, I hope you're not hanging on their every word as they sit on the edge of their seats and tell you, Wow! Yeah, who told who to talk to whom? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got him. We got him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Yes. Fact of the matter is, really very little has changed. Assuming that these individuals, when they speak to governmental authorities, are telling the truth, they won't get in trouble. 
But can you imagine heading a, uh, a, a, a unit of prosecutors and investigators with an unlimited budget, unlimited manpower, unlimited scope as it turns out, and this is what you come up with? And, of course, Mark Warner and other uh, bottom crawlers, uh, they'll try and turn this into something that it's not. I watch guys like Mark Warner, and I think to myself at times, you really got to wonder if there's something in a background with a guy like this. I'm not saying there is. I have no idea. But you really do have to wonder about karma, don't you? Karma. No, karma is not a person. Karma. So this this plea deal means a lot less than uh, Brian Ross has to say or most of the media have to say. And it's really unfortunate to watch how they burp on and on and on. And what you might have here here is a number of people in this administration or who, who had served in the, the campaign um, going down on these process crimes. All statements, you know, he, he, you know, he had this meeting and he didn't tell us, but it wasn't a crime. Ah, but he didn't tell us. We interviewed, we, what, did you, did you? Yep, yep, he didn't say yes. In fact, he omitted it. You do have to ask yourself, folks, why would Mike Flynn intentionally lie to the FBI about something that's not a crime? Doesn't make sense. That's why I doubt he did intentionally lie. And I believe the reports that say he's a broken man, that he's financially broke, that his family can't take this anymore, are absolutely true. And so he feels he's doing this for his family. And I don't know about you, but that's not justice. Now, we hear these uh, conservatives, we hear uh, the Koch brothers, we hear their staff, we hear members in Congress go on and on about criminal justice reform. You know, we need need criminal justice reform, criminal justice reform. Let's hear if they speak out about this case. Where a guy's driven to his knees, a four-star general, and finally says, uncle. There's something wrong with a system that does that to somebody. There just is. That could be you. That could be you. I'm curious to know what you think about this stuff. Daniel, California on the Mark Levin app. Go. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, doesn't this show, though, an, un- an incoming administration actively undermining the still-in-office administration? Actively disagreeing with it, yes. And if that happens to undermine it, so be it. Mm-hmm. But Flynn was contacting the Russian ambassador and discussing the sanctions that passed the day before. So what? Well, then he lied about it. He said he did discuss Well, that's things. what he's in trouble for. But that wasn't your point, now, was it? Well, it's just that it seems that there's a... Do you a understand how of... convoluted your thinking is? You sound like a reporter for CBS. Well, I like said, the... okay, fine. He's undermining the existing administration. So what? But isn't there a pattern of lying uh, and misleading statements... Uh, you know, over the last year about how there's no contacts with Russia. Okay, let me, let me ask you a question. Isn't this an investigation of a collusion with Russia to affect the campaign? I thought it started out as an investigation about uh, Russia interacting with our election cycle. 
Right. So what does this have to do with Russia interacting with our election cycle? Well, you know, we, we've been told that there's no contact between... Sir, sir, can you answer a question? Well, it seems that there's... You sound uh, like you're high on something. And what about this? And what about that? Don't call me with your talking points. You're going to interact with me. I'll ask you again. What's the purpose of the special counsel? Their contacts with Russia? One like, more time. There, What's uh, the purpose? Contacts with Russia? We're allowed to have contacts with Russia. We're allowed to have contacts with any country in the world. Genius. And you Democrats used to like contracts with, uh, contacts with Russia. They keep saying that they didn't interact with Russia during the campaign, and it turns out that it seems like there's, you know, This has contacts. nothing to do with interacting with Russia during the campaign. This happened in December. Yeah, but there, but... It, uh, get I off think... the phone, you idiot. You don't even know what you're talking about. I wanted to give him a chance. He won't answer questions. He's rambling on like Mark Warner. All right, let's take another call. I want the left to call and to challenge me. But you have to be willing to engage and stop bouncing around like a, uh, anyway. Jeff, Fulton, Maryland, the great WMAL, go. Yeah, hi, Mark. I appreciate you taking my call. Hey, I'm just an average guy, and I'm listening Everybody to Everybody who show. calls here says they're an average guy, which kind of turns me off. Number one, no guy is average. And number two, you don't need to be part of a group. Just speak for yourself with some confidence. Go ahead person and how you framed it tonight I think is accurate and my question well we know this is a political witch hunt in addition to being pathetic and we know the press will spin it the way they're going to spin it so with that in mind since Flynn has pleaded guilty why doesn't the president pardon him tonight well you don't have an answer to that no I'm asking what do you think would happen to the president if he pardoned him tonight? What, the press is going to treat him unfairly? No, he'll be impeached. Does that bother you? Does that bother you if the president's impeached? Why would he be impeached? Why would he be impeached? Have you been around the last year? Uh, last I knew, the Republicans at least controlled the House. Sir, have you been... Don't Don't... Have you been around the last year, sir? I have their week. Do you know what the Republicans in Congress think of the President of the United States, sir? Yeah, well... Do you know what the Democrats have been saying about impeaching the President? Why don't you listen? Do you know what the Democrats have said about impeaching the President of the United States? Sure. So the President should pardon Flynn tonight, you say, despite all that? I would. Yeah, well, that's why you're not President. You're an average guy. All right. Let's go to the next guy. Man, oh, man, is Shevitz. Is it a full moon tonight? Ron in Baltimore, Sirius Satellite, go. Hi, great to talk to you. Uh, my, my feeling about all of this is that unless they create another special counsel to go after um, all of the Hillary stuff to be the other side of this horrible argument that they're making on the other side for no reason other than politics, that the deep state will win and eventually there'll be another president and those people will still be in power in Washington. And that scares me more than anything. Well, there should be another special counsel to investigate these serial crimes that Hillary Clinton has committed, in my humble opinion, whether it's the serial violations of the Espionage Act, Mr. Comey doesn't uh, quote a Bible uh, uh, quote for that on his Twitter, uh, which, of course, the media is all excited. Oh, Comey, Comey, 
put something out on Twitter. Uh, Comey covered up for Hillary Clinton. And Comey uh, set the stage for Mueller. And Comey and Mueller are buddies. And there needs to be, on the uranium deal, on the espionage deal, a special counsel to get to the bottom of this and to get to the bottom of Mueller and Comey. Now, if what is it? Justice Department who, are, who just need to be let go once they find that they're complicit. What? Who has to be let go? All of the people in the Justice Department that are, you know, they're calling them the deep state, but these are the people... Well, sir, sir, sir. Who is the deep state in the justice? Who are we, to, exa- who are we talking about? Just that's all the bureaucrats there, all 60,000 employees? That's what, that's what I said when I said they're calling them that. I mean, all the people who are the Obama leftovers are people who want it's Trump not the out. Obama leftovers. To appoint a special counsel, uh, the attorney general can do it, or the deputy attorney general if the attorney general is recused. It has nothing to do with the deep state. It has something to do with Obama, excuse me, Trump appointees not doing it. I agree. I just mean that there are going to be people they will find who, uh, within the Justice Department who either didn't do their job or were helping to make it worse. And they need to go. All right. Thanks for your call. Jimmy, Manassas, Virginia, the great WMAL. Go. Mark, how are you tonight, sir? Okay. So there's reports that uh, Flynn was directed um, to make these contacts. I think it just raises a question of really who has the authority in a transition to direct anybody. Is there even a chance? It doesn't raise the question at all. That's not what's being investigated. Uh, a senior advisor to the president can tell Flynn to do that. The president can tell Flynn to do that. Flynn could have done it on his own for that matter. There's no, right. there's no, there's no legal issue in that. So there isn't. Okay. I didn't know. I just thought it... And Well, I'll tell you why you're thinking there is. Because all day long, that's what the press has been reporting. Who told him? Who told him? And the reason they're saying that is because the prosecutors and their information said they expect Mr. Flynn to help them in, uh, in dealing with a senior official uh, who, told, who, who advised him or directed him to make contact with other countries and Russia. So... The only issue there would be is if that senior official, when investigated, or excuse me, when interviewed, uh, was not truthful to the government interviewers. Now, even that's an interesting question. In the case of Flynn, <clears throat> even though he has pled uh, to a single false statement to the, I guess, the FBI, fact of the matter is, when Comey looked at that, when he wasn't, you know, going through the Bible and tweeting about it, uh, he took a pass on it because he and his FBI agents concluded that. Flynn was not lying. He was confused. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, but then I'm, I guess I'm curious, would anybody in the administration in a transition role even have the authority to direct Flynn? Does that make sense? Uh, you've asked that twice now. What do you mean the authority? Under what? Is there some statute, some constitutional issue? No, and I think we're in agreement. It's kind of like if you had a... Uh, but then why do you keep asking me if they had the authority to ask Flynn? That's not even an issue that's on the table. Right, okay. No, I, I, I Well, it. let me try it this way. Do you think the president has the authority to direct Flynn to contact uh, foreign countries? Yeah, sure. Do you yeah. think a senior advisor to the president during a, a transition has the authority to tell a more junior advisor to contact foreign governments? Potentially, if, if at that point they were even a senior advisor. Okay, but, but what authority are we talking about? No, I, I get it. I, I understand. So I appreciate it, though. It's pleasure All to right. you, though. Thanks for your call. Focus, focus, focus. Mark, Kansas City, Kansas. 
Sirius Satellite, go. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Okay. I'm, a, I'm not a, I'm not an average guy, so I'll start with that. But uh, my okay. question is, you've nailed it. As usual, you've nailed it. But who has the power to stop this knucklehead from creating his own law? He's way outside his bounds. I'll tell you who has the power. That's an excellent question. The Deputy Attorney General of the United States, who was the acting Attorney General for the purposes of appointing this special counsel, gave him a very, very broad mandate. And what he should do is pull him back in. But he's not going to do it now. It's kryptonite. It's kryptonite. This man has, uh, has, has jumped the fence. He's operating outside the box, this Mueller. His tactics, whether they're going in with uh, guns raised, uh, breaking into uh, this guy Manafort's office, innocent or guilty. It was unnecessary. Even now, the way that they uh, treat these guys over Thanksgiving is flight risks. And then, uh, and then when it comes to uh, a Flynn, a former four-star general, to destroy him financially, to go after his son, all for the purpose of getting him to what? Plead to one false statement, so he does what? Get somebody else in the administration for what? A false statement? What the hell does any of this have to do with colluding with the Republicans during the election? Excuse me, colluding at, at this point, colluding with the Russians during the election. Yeah, well, no, nothing. Pretty much, and, and you don't make it to being a, being a four-star general by being weak. So they had to really rip this guy apart. They always hated this guy. Always hated him. The Obama administration hated him. The NSA hated him. I mean, he was he would talk about ISIS that we're not doing what needs to be done to take out ISIS, and of course he was quite correct and so forth. All right, Mark, I appreciate your call. Hard break, got to go. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. How about we slip another call in here and see how it goes. Steve Wilton, Connecticut, the great WABC. Go. Mr. Levin, it's a pleasure to speak with you again. I was a uh, search and rescue responder with the K-9 unit uh, during 9-11, and the last time I spoke to you was uh, around uh, rescuing Sprite. Which, Wonderful. Uh, That's like uh, 10 which, years ago. Uh, well, I let you do the talking. I just like to listen unless I have anything significant. Um, by the way, you should continue to plug that book. It's, it's really a wonderful book. Thank you. Um, it's Thank a you. it's a Friday night. Indulge me here. Do you recall the scene in The Godfather when they got uh, the courtroom with I think it's Barzini in there, and they're all like, "We got him, we got him," and all of a sudden he goes, "Ah, you know, Godfather, we called it each other that." It's a... Uh oh. What if this uh, was a bit of? Did I... All I right, Steve, I'm I'm losing you on the uh, cell phone. I I apologize. Try and call us back if you can. Quickly, John, Castle Rock, Washington, Levin app, go. Hello? Alan, Sheboinkin, Wisconsin, the w, WHBL, great affiliate, go. Uh, hi, um, Mark, I wanted to know what your advice would be to the president to how to protect his people. I mean, I feel sorry for this poor general. And, um, I mean, who would want to go work for him or any future Republican president? You, know, you make a good happen. point. I don't know how the president at this point can protect his people. This is why he was so furious, I think, when Sessions recused himself and then we get a special counsel. And that was his effort to try and protect his administration from this kind of activity. But um, it's, it's, it's really going to be very difficult. That I don't know what the president can do. You know, people say, all right, we ought to fire Mueller and Peter. You know, that's... 
that's an absolutely will get him impeached and removed from office. I'm just telling you now. I'll be back. Mark Levin, the voice liberals fear most. And you can call Mark at 877-381-3811. Does the Flynn plea deal implicate anyone at the White House? Implicate them for what? It only will implicate somebody if they lied about making contacts or telling Flynn to make contacts with the Russians or anybody else. That is, if they lied or misled federal investigators. It doesn't implicate anybody unless somebody did something. It has no implication. You, you know who's cheering all this? Vladimir Putin. He thinks this is the greatest thing. You know, we sit here and we think that Vladimir Putin was ro- rooting for one party or the other. If he was rooting for anyone, it would have been Hillary Clinton. Maybe he wanted 20% more of our uranium. But the point is, uh, or maybe they wanted to give Bill Clinton another speech for a half a million dollars. But the point is, the special counsel, you know, the president of the United States, trying to do what a president does while all this is going on. Uh, the Congress, uh, rather than focusing on uh, what the Congress is supposed to focus on, we have all these committees investigating and so forth. I mean, Vladimir Putin has to be loving this. The plea by Flynn is not any sort of threat to the president of the United States. None whatsoever. None. It's not a threat to the President of the United States of any kind. Again, if somebody around the President who's met with investigators said something that was dishonest or a lie, uh, Mueller can go after them. Or even if they said something that wasn't, Mueller may choose to go after them. But as for the President, it has nothing to do with the President. Even if the President directed... Even if the president directed Flynn to talk to the Russians, or the president-elect, let me clarify, the president-elect talked to Flynn to talk to the Russians. So what? Doesn't matter. Please, understand what I'm saying. I know there's a lot of conspiracy theories bouncing around. That's why I took some callers earlier, and people are, 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 are being misdirected, focusing on the wrong... Well, who had the authority? None of that matters. None of it. The point is... This does not affect the president in any significant way. But you watch all weekend between the football players taking a knee and giving us the you-know-what and the, and the leftist media, the predators in the media. You know, the media are not just sexual predators. They're predators against the truth. Predators against the truth. You know, not many colleges can claim they are 100% financially independent from both federal and state governments. In fact, I can think of only one college in the entire country that refuses government funding of every kind, not one penny. And that, of course, is Hillsdale College. Why? Because government money comes with strings. And Hillsdale refuses to have government bureaucrats dictate what and how they must teach or run their campus. From the beginning in 1844, Hillsdale has provided a world-class education that upholds America's founding principles and preserves the blessings of civil and religious liberty. 
Everything Hillsdale does, from the financial aid that 97% of the students receive to the completely free online courses it offers you, depends on generous donors who recognize the worth of independence. Financial freedom preserves the integrity and excellence of a Hillsdale liberal arts education, attracting the nation's brightest students in scores of fields of study, from music to biology to business. Hillsdale College teaches their students to pursue truth and defend liberty. Learn more about Hillsdale College, and that will help all of us become better, more independent citizens, and how you can help Hillsdale further freedom. At LevinforHillsdale.com, that's L-E-V-I-N, LevinforHillsdale.com. Just look at all the lies and deceit and propaganda that's being pushed out based on this, uh, this plea deal today. And look who's telling you all this stuff. This is a crap investigation. That's what it is. It's a crap investigation. The Manafort and Gates stuff should have been handled by a typical U.S. attorney's office. It's involving matters that go way, way back. It's nothing to do with the campaign. Nothing whatever to do with the campaign. This guy Papadopoulos and so forth, he's an irrelevancy, an absolute irrelevancy. Pleads to one count of false statements. That's the best they could do? Now we have Flynn pleading to one count of false statements. Not because he contacted the Russians. Not because anything he discussed with the Russians. Which is perfectly legitimate. Whether the left likes it or not. The media like it or not. Democrats like it or not. Or whomever. He apparently concealed it. From investigators. Or lied about it from investigators. And yet the FBI director at the time. James Comey. Thought it was simply a mistake. Or bad memory. And he and his agents did nothing. But Mueller decided, we're going to crush this guy. We're going to bring him to his knees. And maybe we can get another guy for false statements. And maybe another guy for false statements. And so forth and so on. So what we have now is the uh, Martha Stewart thing going on. Makes the country safe, doesn't it? Don't you feel safer today? Don't you feel safer today? This is all intended. All intended should Trump... Seek re-election to destroy him, defeat him. It's all intended to build a case for impeachment, even though it has nothing to do with the, with the elements of impeachment. That's all it is. The entire thing. For Comey and Mueller now, it's personal. You see, Comey's tweet, quoting the Bible, again, exposes him. This is a man who has no temperament. This is a man who should never have been FBI director. This is a self-serving, egomaniacal leaker. And he puts that information out on Twitter, and the media loves it. Why are the media reporting what Comey, an ex-FBI director, a leaker, a fake, what he has to say on Twitter? Why are they trolling? Hanging on his every syllable. Because he's a foil. They, They do it to use it to trash Trump. And what is this up? Well, what, you know, uh, who directed uh, who directed Flynn to talk to the Russians? And so here we are. And we'll get to the tax issue. Republicans are all very excited. Even Susan Collins is going to vote for this. Corker, no, because he pretends to be a fiscal conservative. He's not done a damn fiscally conservative thing in his entire career. But, you know, he's on the way out. Legacy time. 
But this uh, so-called tax plan is a disaster. Again, I'm the only one pointing it out. I don't care. Absolute disaster, and I'll get to that in the last hour. But uh, but it'll be a great political win. Uh, They'll be celebrating, and many of you will see your taxes go up. And by plan, they want a higher bracket to get the rich people. Oh, yeah, we're going to get those rich people. Got to do it. Wait, aren't you the Republicans? Did you run on that, actually? Tim, Indianapolis, Indiana, Sirius Satellite, go. It's an honor to uh, speak with you and meet you, uh, Mr. Levin. I thank you for uh, the opportunity to speak. It's my Uh, pleasure. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. When I was... When I was 17 years old in 1982, uh, I was a junior in high school, and due to a very negative family situation at home, I enlisted in the United States Army in the infantry. Twenty-six years later, I retired as a sergeant major in 2008. And when I look back at the years that I gave to my country, uh, I was wounded twice, uh, once in Afghanistan, once in Iraq. I have over 72 months of combat service that I've given to my nation. And when I see a former leader like General Flynn, when I see the the media, when I see the Congress, a certain party of the Congress of the United States uh, disenfranchise me simply because I voted for someone that they didn't like, Uh, there are times, Mr. Flynn, um, when I severely question whether what I gave to my country uh, was worth it. Hmm. I, I suffer from very extreme uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. I have a traumatic brain injury. I have severe hearing loss, have difficulty sleeping at night. And if somebody told me that uh, that all those years ago, if they would have told me what would have happened to me, would they? and they would have asked me, would you have done it again, I would have said unquestionably, because I was raised that because I was born in the United States of America, that I owed something to my nation. I was raised by people who defended the flag, who defended this country, and that loved their country, and they passed that love on to me. But when I see what the so-called leaders of this nation are doing to my country, what they're doing to my president, what they're doing to men who've honorably served in the uniform, and they want to convict someone because they can't remember the dates when they spoke uh, to a Russian, and anybody that, even though I'm not a lawyer, sir, anybody that's ever studied the law knows that you, other than uh, antitrust uh, legislation, collusion by itself is not illegal. And I wonder what the hell, where, I feel like Charlton Heston sitting on the beach looking up and seeing that the monkeys are riding the horses. Mm-hmm. I am totally disillusioned with the path that my country's taken, and, and I apologize for taking too much time, sir. No, 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 listen, I think you're expressing... Uh sentiment of millions and millions of people who are really frustrated and disgusted with what's going on in this country. An election was won fair and square, and even before Trump was sworn in, you have elements within the Republican Party and the conservative movement, and you have a, a an army of leftists, including the media and Hollywood and uh, Democrats uh, in Congress and out of Congress, who have uh, made it their mission, not just to push him out of office, but to destroy him. And, you know, I say this as somebody who supported Ted Cruz in the Republican primaries in September, prior to the general, strongly supported Trump. Um, 
what a disaster it would have been if Hillary Clinton was elected. You, you heard me talk at some length about Joe Scarborough and others in the media, how they use their uh, their positions on on news stations. These are news stations um, to lie, to deceive, to try and settle scores, and so forth and so on. I was with my father today. My wife and I were with my father, and he also served in the military in World War II, and he looked at me and he said, and he's a big Reagan man too. He's been a Republican his entire life, a conservative his entire life. He looked at me and he said, I don't even remember Ronald Reagan being treated this way. Do you? I said, I don't, Dad. And he was treated very, very shabbily by many of the same people. Uh, but, uh, no, this is the worst I've ever seen. Ever. Tim, I want to thank you for your service to the country. Hang in there. Hang in there. In the end, I hope... I pray it'll all work out. You take care of yourself. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Let's put this in proper perspective since you're going to be hearing about it all weekend. This investigation is about nothing. The special counsel investigation is about a fiction propagated by the Hillary Clinton campaign, by uh, Fusion GPS, by the Democrat Party and the media. You look back on this about Russian collusion with the Trump campaign, Russian collusion with the Trump campaign, investigation after investigation. Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence from the Senate Intelligence Committee? Where's the evidence from the House Intelligence Committee? Where's the evidence from any entity in the Justice Department? Where's the evidence from the special counsel? The more people he he gathers up and charges them with these various crimes and so forth, the more it's apparent, at least for now, that there isn't any. Bob Mueller is doing everything humanly possible to intimidate and brutalize as many people as he can into coughing up something. You've got two people who have pled to false statements. False statements involving what? Not underlying criminal activity. You've got other guys, Manafort and Gates, who are challenging the charges against them, which have absolutely nothing to do with anything related to the campaign. What the hell is this investigation about? And then they said they're getting closer to the president. The president about what? About what? Flynn spoke to the Russians after the election. So what? Who cares at whose direction it was? So what? Hopefully, whomever else has been interviewed by the special counsel's office is telling the truth. And even if they are telling the truth... Like in the case of James Comey with, with Flynn. Comey figured he was telling the truth and concluded they weren't going to charge him. Mueller concluded the opposite. It's dangerous waters. But even so, this has nothing to do with anything. Nothing to do with anything. A false statement about something that's not illegal. A false statement about something that's not criminal. So what is this? And to hear the media, and, and by the way, 
It's a predatory media in more ways than one. To hear the way they're reporting this, how excited they are, Brian Ross, is a disgrace over at ABC. The whole conga line at CNN and MSLSD, out of the closet they come again. NBC, CBS, same damn thing. All right. If you travel for business, I want you to listen up. Book your next trip at Upside.com. Give it a try. And you'll get two of the best gifts anyone will get this holiday season. A free pair of Bose SoundLink wireless headphones so you can have some peace and quiet on your business trip. And the gift of a better business travel experience. Only Upside has customer service specialists who look out for you every step of your business trip. Their team is hard at work 24-7 to make sure your flight, hotel, and rental car all go off without a hitch. They're available on demand by chat, phone, and email whenever you need them. All that plus Upside has great prices for flights, hotel, and rental cars. This is really concierge service, ladies and gentlemen. Now, to get your free pair of Bose SoundLink wireless headphones, just go to Upside.com and use code MARK. That's code MARK at Upside.com to claim your Bose SoundLink wireless headphones just for trying Upside. It's one more way Upside is helping to reduce the stress of business travel. Upside.com, you deserve a better trip. Upside.com, code MARK. Yes, 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 yes. Let's see. I'm telling you, turn off the TVs this weekend. Turn them off. Turn them off. In fact, watch Levin TV. That's the ticket. Watch Levin TV. Turn off the TVs. Stephen, Ashburn, Virginia, the great WMAL. Go. Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I just want to uh, – I've heard people say uh, Trump would never be in this position if uh, he never fired uh, Comey. Uh, I just – I want to get your take on that. Well, how do we know? It's really hard to know, but uh, I think it, it was a triggering event. You know, as I've said over and over and over again, one second prior to firing Comey, the Democrats demanded that Comey be fired. You remember that? Yep. And then after Trump fired him, they said, ah, we have an opportunity. We can exploit this. Oh, it's a cover-up. He's getting Comey because it's a cover-up. And yet the deputy FBI director... His wife is a big-time Democrat with ties to uh, McAuliffe, with ties to Hillary and so forth. He even said there was no uh, no reduction in resources or focus by the FBI after Comey was fired. But it doesn't matter. This whole thing is a non-reality. This whole thing is a myth. And the fact that Mr. Mueller today uh, crushed the heart, soul, finances, and family of a former four-star general to get him to plead to one, one count of false statements, and the media running nuts about how this is going to entrap Trump and all the rest of it is just is just preposterous. Turn the TVs off this weekend. I'll be right back. Underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, 
everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Well, there's a lot of speculation. Well, in the case of uh, former four-star Mike Flynn, false statements. One false statement uh, charge he's pled guilty to. Um, and in that information provided by the prosecution and in the court appearance today, he is he has agreed to cooperate with the special counsel to do what? Apparently to go after one person. Apparently to go after the person who directed him to speak to other governments, including the Russians. Now, what the media will have you believe is that speaking to other governments, including the Russians, and you heard the idiot caller here last hour, uh, to undermine the Obama administration violates something or other, violates nothing. I will give you my best guess at, guess at what's going on. They believe they have a, another official on a false statement. I will mention two names, but I want them and their families to know I don't know that it's them or that this is the case. I'm just trying to use my ability as a former Justice Department official, a former attorney uh, representing a former attorney general in the Iran-Contra case. I'm just trying to put this together rationally. They think they have another senior official, more senior to Flynn or at least parallel at the time, on a process crime, on a false statement. And by the way, just because they charge somebody with a process crime, unless you plead to it, doesn't mean you're guilty of a process crime. Because that's that's a thin read. A thin read from time to time, you know, where the prosecutor uses it to pressure somebody, even though there's no underlying criminal activity. And so... The speculation is that it could be Jared Kushner or KT McFarlane or perhaps others. And if you're them tonight, you're very concerned, you're very upset, you're consulting with your lawyers, you're consulting with your family, you're wondering what you might have said, maybe you didn't say it the right way, maybe you forgot something, and you have a prosecutor is absolutely 100% unforgiving. He's looking to put you in prison. And by the way, that's not the job of a prosecutor either. A prosecutor is supposed to look at the facts, apply it to the law, and try and make a a good judgment. To have some kind of decent temperament. But that's not the case with Mueller. That's obvious. The job of a prosecutor isn't to bring charges. The job of a prosecutor is to determine whether there really is a good faith reason to bring charges. And as was reported by Catherine Herridge at uh, Fox, based on information from Brett Baer, uh, the Congress, in a uh, closed-door session, uh, Comey told the Congress in a closed-door session that, uh, that they had concluded at the FBI that uh, charges should not be brought against Flynn on this very issue. Because remember, the FBI director at the time was Comey, not Mueller. Mueller pre- predated Comey. It's all very incestuous, isn't it? So I suspect they're trying to roll up another process crime. And so you're going to get people on process crimes. You're going to get people on on what you accuse them of uh, tax or, uh, or registration violations that occurred before the election and on and on and on. So what the hell is this investigation about? 
we just have a roving national prosecutor focused specifically and solely on a Republican administration? Is that pretty much what we have here? Yes, is the answer to that. We have a prosecutor, his entire purpose is to destroy a Republican administration. It's not confined to Russian collusion, or he would have nailed the door shut on his office a long time ago. Not a single one of these charges, not a single one of these plea agreements has anything to do with colluding with the Russians to affect the election. None of them. The most serious charges predate the election. Well, what about Trump? Trump is not in danger in the least from any of this. In the least. Legally. Legally. But they're trying to besmirch him, to smear him, to mock him, to humiliate him, to drag him down, down, down. This has more to do with politics and elections, ultimately power, than it does with justice or law. And Mr. Mueller is a disgrace, an unconscionable disgrace. That's what he is. He's a hack. And he's hired hacks just like himself, most of whom are Obama and Hillary Clinton supporters. He doesn't even care about the appearance. He's a special counsel. He's untouchable. And that clown over there, the deputy attorney general, what's his name? Rob Rosenstein? Sits there with that stupid smirk on his face. Who helped launch this entire thing? Because he buckled to Schumer and the Democrats in Congress. And Comey tweeting out Bible passages. That fool has read the Bible? Really? Well, he didn't learn a hell of a lot from it, did he? So that's what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's going on. And it's amazing. I got emails from friends and conservatives saying, "Uh uh-oh, we're in trouble. Uh Uh-oh, we're in trouble. What are they talking about? What are they talking about? We're in trouble because Flynn pled to one case of false statements after the prosecutor treated him like uh, like John Gotti on a snitch? Going after his son, destroying his finances. This is a man who served the United States military for his entire career was a four-star general, was protecting our nation while these creep prosecutors were donating money to Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Isn't it also amazing how the media don't do any exposés on Mr. Mueller and his staff? Unless, of course, they're kissing up. Isn't that amazing? Not really. It's the predatory media. It's the predatory media. So... Franken's not in the news today. Sexual harassment's not in the news today. None of that's in the news today. And the journalists are thrilled because, you know, they were falling like flies. They were one after, like dominoes. There were so many of them exposing themselves, grabbing women's breasts with the, with the, with the button on their desk to lock the door from the inside, with the sex toys. and all. Oh, good. Now we can talk about Trump. I saw the idiot reporter from the Associated Depressed on TV. You know, this hits all the bucket issues with Flynn. He was close to Trump. He took orders from Trump or his surrogates. He did this. What is this? What, what is she talking about? The Associated Depressed. 
I have to touch on this, two things, and we'll get back to this because the board's full and everybody wants to talk about it, and I don't blame you. I want to thank Jeff Sessions for one thing here. The Department of Justice unsealed an arrest warrant for Jose Inez Garcia Zarata. That would be the illegal alien acquitted by a San Francisco jury yesterday. He's been, uh, he had been released, of course, from a San Francisco jail about three months before the shooting, as Fox reports. Now, the arrest warrant was originally drafted in 2015 and amended this week to include violations related to the charges of a felon in possession of a firearm. And I'm sure the left will be cheering this one, right? He had a firearm. Involuntary manslaughter and assault with a deadly weapon, all of which were filed after the defendant's initial arrest, according to Friday's warrant. Officials at DOJ told Fox News that there is an existing federal detainer that requires Zarate to be remanded into the custody of the U.S. Marshals and to be transported to the Western District of Texas, pursuant to the arrest warrant. Now you can get a jury. You know, that's not a sanctuary area. That's not a sanctuary area. And then the Senate's all excited because their members, apart from Bob Corker, are supporting a a bill of sorts. I don't call it a tax cut bill or a tax reform bill. There's tax increases. Since when do we have tax increases in a tax cut bill? And where's the reform? Do we have a fair tax? Do we have a flat tax? What, what, what's the, is the Internal Revenue Service going to be slashed by 20, 30, 40 percent? No. This, these Republicans cheer the enshrinement of the progressive agenda. Whether it's Obamacare, whether it's taxes, whatever it is. But they have a victory. That's how that'll be. Hey, we have a victory. The great Mitch McConnell. We have a victory. And, and you ought to see the, uh, the spokesman for the White House. People I even know. They're out there going, and the average family will see a $4,000 in. They're grabbing these. They're pulling these numbers out of their ears. They're just throwing them out there. I don't know if they're doing away fully or not with your property tax deduction, with your state income tax deduction, with your mortgage interest rate interest reduction. But they're going to significantly affect them, if not outright ban them. Now, what the hell is that all about? But you'll get it back the other way if you're the average person in this group. Well, maybe you're not the average person in some group. Republican House, Republican Senate, Republican President, nobody should have their taxes increased. Should they? And God forbid if they cut the government. Can't do that. But then again, they need Susan Collins' vote. And they got it. So that tells you something, doesn't it? Trouble. Let's go to Greg Garvey. Silver Springs, Florida. Greg Garvey, my friend, how are you? How's your family? We're doing fine, Mark. Thank you. Tell everybody, remind everybody who you are, unfortunately. I am who I am, but I, uh, my oldest son was... Your son. Was my oldest son, Justin, Sergeant Justin Risley Garvey, was killed in Iraq on July 20th, 2003. Mm-hmm. He was an early casualty, and uh, I used to be a college to your store, to your show, 
anyhow, I yeah. I have something else else on my mind, really, Mark. I'm not. Uh, yes. No. You go ahead. Yeah, I'm just I'm concerned about Michael Flynn, uh, General Michael Flynn. He was a man that is a man that has spent his entire life working for a cause, which is America, and played it out, I, I think, very well. And I just can't believe I don't follow I don't follow politics every day like I used to. I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I I ended up in the hospital with a bleeding ulcer seven years ago, and I I swore a lot of stuff. <laughs> I shut down my website five years ago. I don't even do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I just. Uh, said, but you're you're concerned that this guy, um, the way he's been treated by the prosecutor, and you're concerned about what's happening to him. Yes, I just I feel he's going to get he's being. Railroaded. He's being forced to do something that, in every respect of the way, is wrong. I mean, it's not. It's uh, he's being railroaded. He's being, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to bankrupt him, uh, drill his company, his family. Not company, he has to sell his home. He's selling his home. He has no money left. Can't even pay his mortgage anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, he's selling his home. He's financially been broken. He's uh, his friend told the media that he's been emotionally broken, and his family is begging him to give up, to give up the fight, because they can't take it anymore. They're even he even went after the prosecutor, went after his son. If I, I, I if I may, I, I want to say one one thing. Everyone that I've met in the military from the lowest enlisted man, and I've met them all, up to generals, including General Petraeus, the whole nine yards, once my son, when my son was killed back in 2000, and it's a long time ago, and I'm still very good friends with my son's battalion commander, and I was in, personally invited when he was, um, what do you call it, rated up to a general, right? Up, back to Fort Campbell. Every one of these men that I have personally met, and I have never, I've not in the, I've never been in the military, but every person that I've met of those guys are straight shooters. And I mean, they will tell you the truth, period. So if General... Uh, All right, Greg, I got to go anyway. I got a heartbreak here. Listen, my best to you and your family. And God bless you, my friend. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. When I think about this Steinle horrific case, the jury and all, I think about these federal judges. Here we have a city in San Francisco, and clearly not alone, that blatantly and openly violate federal law and give themselves a nice-sounding name, sanctuary. We're sanctuary cities. Sanctuaries for illegal aliens, including illegal aliens who commit crimes. And these sanctuary cities, in other words, these politicians, when the feds ask them to detain somebody so they can come get them, 
What they do is they turn around and they tip them off. So they go into hiding. So the feds can't get them. They not only won't cooperate, they obstruct. And we have federal courts that uphold these lawless politicians and their lawless self-designations as sanctuary cities. And when you have an administration like this one and an attorney general like Sessions who tries to bring the power of the rule of law to bear through the power of the purse by withholding funds. The same judge who defends the notion of a sanctuary city and the violation of federal law then turns to the Constitution and talks about separation of powers, that the administration cannot do this without the appropriate appropriation language from Congress. And this is the nature of rogue, progressive judges, rogue, progressive politicians, rogue, progressives, period. The law doesn't matter. The law is to be used to advance an ideology. The idea that we have hundreds of sanctuary cities that continue to get federal subsidies, federal grants, federal contracts, federal funds of all kinds, while defying federal law is incredible. I've made the analogy, which is apparently so brilliant that it was repeated by a host on Fox today, that what if these cities said, you know what, we're sanctuary Second Amendment cities, and we will defy federal laws respecting, you know, guns. What kind of reaction do you think these cities would get by the media? What kind of reaction do you think these cities would get from federal courts? That just shows you how corrupt, how thoroughly and completely corrupt this system is, unfortunately. I'll be right back. Yes, it's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. It's that time of year again when the days are shorter. Don't waste your precious daylight sifting through a sea of search results when looking for the right business software. Get home on time tonight with Captera. Whether you're a startup looking to better keep track of customers, a nonprofit hoping to have a record fundraising year, or a business that simply needs better payroll software, you need software, and Captera's got you covered. Search Captera's 400 categories of software. Discover the right tool for your business, anything from email marketing to scheduling to accounting and beyond. Captera makes it easy to find what you're looking for. Captera has thousands of ratings and reviews from actual software users just like you. Best of all, using Captera is about being free, absolutely free. 2018 will be here before you know it. So make sure you've got the software your business needs today to help you, you know, to do what you do best. Join the millions who use Captera. That's C A P. T-E-R-R-A, Captera.com slash Levin, Captera.com slash L-E-V-I-N. It's free, and it's worth checking out because it can help you a ton. Well, okay. Let's see who's out there. 
Let's go to Nancy. Nancy, Plattsburgh, New York, on Mark Levin app. How are you? Um, I'm, I'm fine. How are you? Okay. Well, actually, I'm not fine after listening to the show uh, up to this point. Uh, I'm calling in regards to General Flynn. Um, I'm a military widow. My husband was uh, in the Air Force, and um, he died 20 years ago. So I feel like everybody in the military would like to support him. And I was going to suggest that someone... You mean support General Flynn? Someone set up a GoFundMe page. I don't know how to do that because I don't have a computer. But um, Well, it's not the sort of thing I would do either because there's a lot of people who probably need it. But maybe there's somebody out there who can hear you and who will do it. Yes, I would be, I would be so pleased if somebody would because I wouldn't want him to lose his house after all he's given us. Oh, he's selling his house. No question about it. That's what I heard you say, and I mm-hmm. I hope that uh, something can be done before that happens. All right, my friend. Appreciate your uh, your thoughts. Let us continue. Chuck, St. Louis, Missouri, Sirius Satellite, go. Hey, Mark. I'm uh, I'm livid. I'm uh, probably can't tell you how upset I am. Um, so Mueller. Uh, Mueller, well, tell us something. Go ahead. Mueller, I'm sorry. Mueller, Lynch, uh, you know, the guy before Lynch, Comey, lie, steal, cheat to cover up for Hillary and Obama. Nothing. And mm-hmm. uh, so now we got Jeff Sessions. God love Jeff Sessions and, and what he's done before, but, but he's asleep at the switch. Shouldn't he investigate those four pigs and bring pressure against Mueller like Mueller's squeezing and. No, 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 no. All right, let's slow down. He recused himself, so Mueller reports to the acting attorney general for these purposes, who is the deputy attorney general, Rosenstein. So there's nothing Sessions can do at this point. He should resign or be replaced or, you know, it's, 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 it's despicable how much of a weenie he is. Couldn't he prosecute Mueller to, bring, to give Mueller post, go investigate couldn't, Mueller? Couldn't who prosecute Mueller? Could, you know, Sessions... I just told you Sessions recused himself. Well, no, but, but go investigate Mueller for the for the for uh, He's not going uh, to investigate Mueller for anything. Okay, Mueller's the special counsel. He wa- he's the attorney general. He recused himself from all the matters uh, related to Russia. The deputy attorney general can yank the chain on uh, Mueller. He's not going to do it because it's uh, it's it's a it's a circle prosecutor nerds. If you get my point, but so. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, doesn't, couldn't, woulda, it's not happening. Wasn't Mueller asleep at the switch when he was the head of the FBI? Uh, oh, yes. If he wanted to chase down Manafort, he could have done it as the head of the FBI, but he didn't, did he? But but he didn't prosecute Hillary either. No, he, he didn't. didn't. Well, that would be Comey you're talking about. All right, sir, thank you for your call. Let's continue. Let's go to D, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, on the Mark Levin app. How are you? Hey, uh, good, good evening. Thanks for putting me in, Coach. Hey, listen, this uh, Mueller guy, you know, the minute he was put in there, the overlap that he had as the FBI director and, and everything, you know it was going to be a, a mess. Mm-hmm. I immediately wrote my senators, my, my rep. They sent me back, you know, the usual, uh, you know, flower Foreign letter letters. about his great resume. Oh, yeah. I don't know where that man lost his way. He He left Princeton to go be a... 
uh, enlisted man, then an officer in the Marine Corps and fight in Vietnam. Somewhere between then and now, he's been corrupted. And uh, I'm, I'm ashamed. I feel bad for, for guys like Greg and Tim who called in earlier who sacrificed so much. I'm retired 26 years as well. Uh, from the army, and I'll tell you straight up, I worked with Flynn, and uh, I, I'm I'm devastated that this is happening to him. And and somebody said this could happen to to you or anybody else. It will happen to us if we don't get on the ball and hold these people accountable. I don't think anybody uh, should be appointed to any position within D.C. anymore that has any time in D.C. They're they're all corrupted. Sessions. And, and and what they're trying to do to the Trump administration is paralyze it. Oh, they're doing they're it, aren't they? They're trying to pro- paralyze it. Well, they're not helping. Yeah, Mark. Uh, yeah, we, we can't put anybody in there who has a background in Washington, D.C., in any position of authority anymore because they, they're corrupted in some way, shape, or form. Either they've uh, knelt down to the system over the country and it's, and it's, uh, and it's citizens, or they've they've uh, become self-serving, or and you know generally in my my experience up there in D.C., uh, mm-hmm. it's both. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend, and thank you for your service too. Caleb Lakeland, Florida, on the Mark Levin app. Mark Levin app is very very popular. I hope all of you out there have it. It's easy to download right off our radio website, MarkLevinShow.com. MarkLevinShow.com, absolutely free. You can take me everywhere. Go right ahead, my friend. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just want to say right off the bat, um, if it wasn't for your show, I probably wouldn't have my sanity. You know, being a 20-year-old conservative, it's really hard to get along with people my age. They don't really understand what's going on. Well, thank you. It's hard to get along with people my age, too, by the way. (laughs) Um, I wanted to take a turn real quick and talk about taxes. I just had a really big question. Um, How is is it really that hard? to take away what we have now and implement a tax system such as like a flat tax to get the government out of my pocket and to put more money in mine. Because I, I could tax like $1,600 from my paycheck, and I don't know if I'm the only 20-year-old looking at this. Kids my age, no one ever talks about it. They want more taxes. It's insane. Your question was what exactly? Is there is it really that hard to remove the tax system we have now and yeah, implement Yeah, appara- apparently so. I think the only way we're ever going to do it is an Article 5 convention of states. Because uh well look at the look at them they look like fools up there. They're celebrating tax increases along with tax cuts. Uh and um when it comes to the corporate side they got it straight. Okay, we're going from 35 to 20% and a few other goodies there. Great. When it comes to the individual side, well, you know, Depends who you are. It depends what state you live in. How come it doesn't depend what corporation uh, is headquartered in what state? I mean, if they, yeah. these Republicans are disgusting. We want to screw the blue states. You're not screwing the blue states. You're screwing the citizens in those states. And I don't care if they're Democrats, Republicans, or nothing. That's not the objective of a tax code and a tax plan. Do they say that, you know, corporations that are headquartered in New York, we're going to screw you with higher taxes and corporations that are headquartered in Utah? No. Then why do they talk about individuals that way? They don't care. I fu- Let me ask you a question. What state are you in again? Florida. Florida. Tell me, do you file your taxes? Yeah. Okay. Does the state file your income taxes or do you file your income taxes? I file my income taxes. Do you, when you send it into the into the IRS, does the state send it into the IRS or do you send it into the IRS? 
I send it to the IRS. Right. So what is all this talk of, well, you're going to be subsidized in these states and that states and not subsidizing anybody. It's our money. It's our money. The question is, how many different ways can we prevent you from taking it? I 100% agree. Thank you. All right. Do you have Plunder and Deceit? Say that one more time. Do you have my book, Plunder and Deceit? You're 20 years old. I'm going to send it to you. Don't hang up, okay? I think you're going to like it. I think you'll All find right. it very Thank useful. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Don't go away. Don't go away. Oh. Oh, yes. Introducing the brand-new Genesel Droopy Eyelid Treatment. That's right. Here's Mary from Fort Collins, Colorado. She wrote, I don't believe everything I hear. So I tried this eye lift on my right eye. The next day at work, everybody said my right eye looked better. I can't believe it. You can do this too, folks. Yes, all these saggy lines in your eyelids gone in just days. And now this breakthrough eyelid treatment is yours free with your order of Genesel for bags and puffiness under the eyes. Now, I've told you about my buddy, Teddy. Don't tell him this is going to be his Hanukkah gift. Okay? Plus, you'll also get Genesel 12-hour immediate effects, a second gift. Free. Go to Genesel.com, that's Genesel.com, or call 800-SKIN-604. 800-SKIN-604, it's that easy. But it gets better. Order in the next 20 minutes and get two more classics. Esotique RF Collagen, it's a collagen builder and deep firming serum. Free. Call or click in the next 10 minutes, you'll get express shipping. Free. That's five free gifts. But you need to act immediately. Order right now. Get this new Genesel offer. Get your free gifts while supplies last. Call 800-SKIN-604, 800-SKIN-604. And by the way, it's great for Christmas and Hanukkah, too. Great gifts. 800-SKIN-604 or Genesel.com. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Again, just for mental health purposes, I wouldn't watch TV this weekend. Certainly not news. Certainly not the Sunday talk shows. Mike, Salt Lake City, Utah, the great KKAT. Go. Hey, Mark. What an honor. Um, I just wanted to call tonight and kind of thank you for um, what you've done. About six years ago, I uh, just started listening to your show, got educated, and started to get involved in my community out here in Utah. We have uh, the caucus system, and um, I was able to get involved with my caucus and got elected to vice chair and state delegate. And uh, Wow. I have also recently um, going back to school, and I'm getting my political science degree here in, in Utah, and uh, I also got uh, – um, put All on right, don't be nervous. No, I'm a little bit nervous, but it's okay. But I yeah, put on to an internship uh, up here in uh, the state legislature. So one of my main uh, reasons for doing this is to um, get the Article 5 of Convention of States passed. And but I wanted to thank you thank you for uh, doing this because I, I think a lot of this has contributed to uh, what I've learned from you. Well, you're very, very kind, and it sounds like you're doing great. And yeah, I expect you to wind up one day. Maybe you'll run against Soren Hatch. I believe he's going to run for another term. Will be 143 years old. I've been, 
I've been hearing both things that either he he may or may not, but I I kind of kind of hope it's not. It sounds like more in these days he may or may not. That's pretty yeah, much where he I stands on things. We need more Mike Lees. So no question about it. It's a good man. Thanks, All right, man. I appreciate your call. I'm really uh, you really sound like you you've got a wonderful career ahead of you. All right, quickly let us go to Keith, Long Island. Go. Hey, Mark, how you doing? I met you about five years ago at the book review in Huntington when you were signing books up there, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Had a great time, and I loved the book and everything. I'm looking forward to Life, Liberty, and Levin in February, too, man. But the reason I'm thank calling you. is... I, I, By I the love way, it. that's not a book, just every... That's a Fox show, a new show, 10 p.m. on Sundays, Eastern, starting the last Sunday in February. Yeah, we finally got rid of Lauer and Megan Kelly and those other phonies, and we've got a guy like oh, you to watch, which is going to be great, <laughs> let me tell you. you know? because and by the we... way, I won't have a button under my desk. That I can no, promise you. I'm going to say, you're not going to touch anybody, brother. We know you're going to be a good, solid talk show. Anyway, um, the uh, reason thank I you, called sir. was... It seems to know, me that's the least I can do is keep my hands to myself. Absolutely. I'm sure most of, most women would prefer... No, no, I'm like... <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listen, we're going to take your number because I killed your time, okay? Don't hang up. We'll take your number. We'll call you on Monday. I happen to like you. You're good. Ladies and gentlemen, every Friday in your honor, the honor of Americans.
officially over. The weekend begins right now. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. Good night, Spritey. Good night, Griffey. Good night, Pepsi. Good night, Smokey. And good night, Zelda. Get ISIS. Get the Taliban. Get Al-Qaeda. Get Hezbollah. Get all those subhuman cockroaches. Have a wonderful weekend, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll see you right back here on Monday. God bless you.